morning prayer. It is Wednesday. Let's make sure that we are on. We are. We're back on Facebook. Here we are. <laughs> we had some problems yesterday, but here we are today. We are live and we are uh, back on Facebook. Let me see if I can fix this camera a little bit. All right, there we go. Oh, I don't know what I just did there. Um, I'm grateful for this opportunity. Thank you for joining us. As you come in, just say hello and I will uh, greet you. It is Wednesday, uh, November the 2nd today. Glory to God. And so November the 2nd, uh, we thank God for this opportunity to come together to pray and to get uh, uh, in the spirit, to, to get with what God desires for us today. You know, every day God has a plan. Uh, for our lives. His plan for us is amazing. And every day there's a part of that plan that he wants us to walk out. Amen. There's not one day of our lives where we should not be walking out the plan of God. Every single day, every single moment is a day and a moment to walk out the plan of God. Uh, in our lives. And so that's why, uh, we get in his word. That's why we get to know him, we spend time with him uh, so that can happen. Amen. And so uh, this morning I was reading the verse that we read a lot on uh, Wednesdays because on Wednesdays we pray uh, to the Lord of the harvest about his harvest. And so it was in John chapter three and verse 16, very familiar verse of scripture. Glory to God. Let me just get it because I'm going to read it uh, rather than quote it. John chapter three, verse 16, and we are going to look in, I'll read it out of the new living today. How's that? So John three sixteen, it says, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And so good morning and happy Wednesday, Ivan. God bless you today. Glad to be back on here uh, on Facebook the right way. <laughs> uh, and so this word love is agape. We've talked about agape, the God kind of love before. And that's the word that we see here when it says he's so loved. That word is agape. And so I was looking uh, up some uh, definitions in Greek and, and, and looking at how, uh, this verse would be read in Greek. And, uh, first of all, we know that agape love is a higher level love. It's not like Eros or any of the love that we have here on in, in our natural love, but it's the God kind of love. Uh, it occurs when someone sees, recognizes, understands, or appreciates the value of an object or person causing the viewer to behold this object or person in great esteem, awe, admiration, wonder, and sincere appreciation. And it says this individual's love is so strong that it is irresistible. That is the kind of love in John three sixteen that we read about. This is the best example of agape, God's kind of love. When God looked at the human race, he stood in awe of us. He stood in awe of mankind. Uh, even 
though we were lost in our sin. Remember Ephesians chapter two talks about even when you were dead in your sins, uh, he, he still loved us and he did something about it. And so he says, um, he still held us in the highest appreciation. God saw us in the way he made us in his image. So when God looked at mankind, even when we were lost in our sin, he saw us the way he made us. I, I think that's just awesome. Uh, agape love or agape uh, knows no limits or boundaries in how far, wide, high, and deep it will go to show that love to its recipients. Now think about what Ephesians chapter three says. It says that we would know the height, the length, the depth of his, the width of his love towards us. That's because love has no limits or boundaries. Um, it is, um, it, it, it will, uh, if it has to uh, sacrifice itself uh, for the sake of the person that it loves, uh, that it, it will do that. And we see that's what Jesus did. Hallelujah. It's the highest form of love when mankind, because here's the thing, it doesn't uh, expect or, or do it because it wants a response from someone. It doesn't look for a response. It loves no matter what. And so when mankind had no ability to love God back, God loved us without any thought or expectation of receiving love in return. That's what John three sixteen is about. Uh, he had he did it even though, uh, he didn't, he didn't wait to be guaranteed that, okay, if I send Jesus, let's see, how can I get them to know that I really love them? And so that way they'll receive this love I have for them. How, how can I get them to see that and, and to receive it until I find a way for them to receive that love? I'm not doing anything. No, God didn't do that. Good morning, Mr. Craig. God bless you. God uh, didn't wait to see if uh, we would respond to his love. He just acted. That's how agape acts. It just acts. <laughs> it's us. Uh, it's sacrificial love. It, it, he doesn't wait for us to see what our response will be. No, he loved us regardless of whether or not we loved him back. And that's what we see in John three sixteen. Jesus also walked in this kind of love because he came, he did sacrifice himself. Uh, he laid down his life for us again, with no thought of the response that we would have. Of course he wants us to respond and receive him, but he didn't wait to be assured of that before he acted. He acted love just acts. And so, um, First John chapter three, verse 16, an easy verse to remember because John three sixteen is about, uh, Jesus laying down his life for us. And then first John three sixteen says we should lay our lives down for others. <laughs> this, that, yeah. So it's the same expectation for us. Um, so when, what this means is that love is self-sacrificing. Uh, we don't look for, uh, what others can do for us. Uh, this kind, we have God's love in us. Yeah. Love acts. Um, and so, uh, the way people respond have no effect on our desire to shower love on them. 
and so agape is a force so strong that when it's at work, it demonstrates itself with deeds and actions. So it doesn't just have words that say, oh, I love you. Oh, I just love you so much. I love you. No, it has, when it's at work, it demonstrates itself in deeds and actions. That's why God loved. He did something. Love always does something. Uh, we cannot operate in this, uh, high level love in our low level flesh. <laughs> we can't, uh, but uh, when we have the word of God or the seed of the word of God implanted in our hearts and the Holy Spirit deposits the love of God uh, into us, then we can ask the Holy Spirit. It's sown into our human spirit. We can ask the Holy Spirit uh, to uh, help us release that love because when the word of God is sown into our hearts, we have the, we now have the capacity we now have the ability, we have the potential of walking in that kind of love. And so, uh, that divine love. And so the Holy spirit can help us release that love. That is what motivates us every Wednesday to get on here and pray for the harvest, for our loved ones, our family members, our friends. This is what motivates us. It's agape. It's not the natural kind of love because some of the people we pray for, we don't even know. And so we don't, and, and so there's no expectation of anything from them. We desire that they get to know this kind of love, just as we did, that they get to know uh, life eternal that we do, but we don't wait to have that assurance before we pray for them. No, because agape, God's kind of love says, no, I'm praying with, I, I don't care what the response is. I don't care what they do. I don't care how they act after I pray for them. I just love them enough to pray for their soul. <laughs> I love them enough. And so first Timothy one, five, I'm just going to read that. And then we're going to pray. Uh, but first Timothy chapter one, we always, the reason why we get in the word before we pray is so we have something to anchor our faith to faith comes by hearing the word of God. There's no other way that faith comes. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's a matter of, you have to receive the word of God, uh, in order for faith to come. So, uh, first Timothy five, uh, one chapter one verse, uh, number five, I believe it is. Let's see. Oh, I think it's actually second Timothy. Sorry about that. Second Timothy chapter one, verse five. Let me see. I think I wrote down my, the wrong scripture verse here. Oh, hold on. Wait, I think it's right here. It's just the wrong translation. That's all. All right. Let me go here, here. I'm going to read it out of the passion. Um, I wrote the wrong trend, uh, the wrong verse here, but that's okay. Cause I can tell you what it says. Uh, here he tells us to, uh, he says that every believer should have the kind of love that God has. He tells us this. And then in second Timothy chapter two or first Timothy chapter two, he tells us then to pray. Amen. He tells us to pray and he tells us to pray for everyone. 
to pray for everyone. And then he says, because he desires that none should perish, but that all should come to repentance. All should come to repentance. So it's first Timothy chapter one. I don't know why it didn't come up. I think my page didn't turn the first time. Uh, it, I guess it didn't go to first Timothy, but it is first Timothy chapter one, verse, uh, five. And it says the purpose of my instruction is that all believers would be filled with love that comes from a pure heart and a clear conscience and genuine faith. And so here he tells us that all believers would be filled with love. Now the love of God is in us. His love is in us, but it's got to be released. And so on Wednesdays, this is one opportunity that we practice the love of God. Because again, I don't know everyone that we're praying for, uh, on Wednesdays, we're praying for his harvest. We don't know everyone we're praying for. And so it's the love of God. It takes his agape higher level love to pray, uh, for these individuals that some we don't even know. Amen. Good morning, Jean. God bless you today. Hallelujah. So let's use the love of God on the inside of us and let's release that as we pray for his harvest. We pray to the Lord of the harvest for his harvest. Okay. Hallelujah. Colleen, we got that name. Amen. Glory to God. We will lift Colleen up to the Lord. And so let's uh, go before him this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, you are a loving and good, good Father. You are the Lord of the harvest. We thank you, Father, for your harvest today. Oh, we thank you that we can partner with you to pray for your harvest. And we allow the Holy Spirit this morning to help us, to help us stir up the love, the higher level love that he deposited on the inside of us. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would help us to stir up that love. And that's the love by which we pray for individuals like Colleen. That's the love by which we pray for individuals in our lives who don't know the Lord, uh, our family members, our loved ones, our friends. That's the love. That's the love that we, that motivates us to pray for individuals that we know and those we don't, those who we pass every day on the highway, those we pass every day in the store, at the laundromat, uh, at the bank, uh, no matter where we go, in, in school, in work, no matter where we go, those th that's the love that motivates us and that's the love that has our hearts longing for them to receive you. And we don't wait till we see signs of, oh, they're ready. They're ready. No, we pray without expectation. We don't put any expectations on them. We desire that they come to know you. Absolutely. But we don't reserve our prayers for those who we know are going to come to you. Those who we are assured that today they're coming to you. No, we pray because love prays without any, uh, we don't have to have signs or anything like that. We just pray because we love them so much because you love them so much. We see them in your image. We see them the way you created them. We see them the way you created them in your very own image. And though they may be lost and living in sin, 
we thank you, Father, that you made a way out for them. And so we lift them up to you that their hearts would become aware of the freedom that you bought and paid for because Jesus laid down his life in love for them. Oh, that they would be awakened to that awareness, that they would be awakened to that in the, that truth in the name of Jesus. You said the truth sets us free and that's absolutely correct because the truth of the word of God, the truth that Jesus laid down his life for us is liberating. It brings much freedom. In fact, it brings freedom from bondage and from sickness and from disease and from lack and poverty and from sin and death. Hallelujah. And so we thank you, Father, for the opportunity to partner with you and to partner with the Holy Spirit, to partner and to co-labor with brothers and sisters of like precious faith in unity and in harmony to pray for the harvest, Father God, to pray that you would send laborers, that you would, uh, we would be ready to go as you send, Father God, that we would be ready to stand in front of individuals that you send us to, that we would have the word in our mouths, that we would be ready in season and out of season. And so at a moment's notice, we can speak the truth of the gospel. We can preach the good news of the gospel. So when you lead us, we can follow. And you lead us to places, Father, that we don't even uh, realize that this is a place where we are to share the good news. And so we ask that you would help us become aware of those moments and uh, those opportunities. And I thank you for encounters, 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 encounters of the God kind, uh, in, encounters uh, with the glory, encounters uh, with the light, encounters uh, of salvation salvation, Father God, of healing. We thank you, Father God, for encounters for our friends, our family members, for those who don't know you. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Uh, we want to be used by you in this way. And so we set ourselves uh, in, in, we put ourselves in a place and we stay mindful of your harvest at all times. Uh, when we walk around, we don't look down and we're not self-absorbed because agape, your kind of love is not self-absorbed. We're not absorbed by the things in our own lives, but we live lives that, uh, are looking at, uh, looking outward at others. We look up like you, Jesus told us to look up because the fields are white unto harvest. And so we do that. We look up when we walk around, we don't just look and see what's going on in our lives and us four and no more. No, uh, we look around and we see the harvest. We see that people's hearts are ripe and ready to receive the good news. And so we thank you that hearts are open. Hearts are longing for you. Awareness of who you are, uh, the true being, who you are and who we are in you. That is becoming front and center in the name of Jesus. We thank you that eyes are being open. Blinders are being removed. Hearts are softened in the name of Jesus. And we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for the harvest, this last great harvest in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the harvest. You said that the harvest is plentiful. 
There are many who need the Lord, many who need the Lord. And there are many who are coming to the Lord, many all around the world, all around the world. You are stirring in the hearts of men, women, and children. And I thank you, Father, that hearts are turning to you. Hearts are being awakened to you right now in the name of Jesus. Individuals are having encounters with you in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Father. Oh, we thank you, Father. Oh, Rososha, libre sinambrandogo, nombrastele rinasa candregi, zidu shubranda la branda negidrandoso corobosa, rege di dadusa mandande gilibrondo, ningra dilitasa, naj de bledida, duzubra basta la quedada, nambradi gigada sudulu brandene gilibrasta, Dari da andosu bragadate, lidija da labradi du studa badande gidi ista, durida massage de librada gastalidi, mahali de stula andelit andushu, baradish de di bahasi ketebado, nugruba varadish de lida bata, nandeka, nandeka lida stuji bradu lagasha, libava tu ubra, nibazilitinando corodo. Every nation, every tribe, every tongue opening their mouth and confessing that Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Knees are bowing and tongues are professing that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Orakasa. Jesus is being lifted up for all to see, for all to see, for all to see, eyes to see in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, the influence, the influences are changing around them. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, demonic influence is broken right now in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, loosed from that influence right now in Jesus name. And they are walking into the light. They are coming into the light. We are calling you right now into the light, into the light, come into the light in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, walking into, uh, the spirit's influence. Hallelujah. The influence of the Holy Spirit. No longer will you be under the influence of other spirits, but you are coming into the influence of the Father in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, aligning with him in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. We give you all the glory, Father. We give you all the honor, Father God, because we know time is short. And so I thank you for this last great harvest. We're coming, we're coming, <laughs> we're coming, hallelujah. The laborers, you can hear the sound of feet marching out into the harvest and you can hear uh, the laborers, the sound of laborers declaring that Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. It's getting louder and louder and louder as more tongues confess and as more knees. Can you hear knees hitting pavement? Can you hear knees?
knees hitting floors. Hallelujah. We hear the sound. We hear the sound of surrender. We hear the sound of surrender. Hallelujah. We hear the sound of sweet surrender. Knees hitting floors. Knees hitting pavements. Knees hitting prison floors. Knees hitting rooms and houses. Knees hitting rooms and hospitals. Oh, Rosuta Nemanda. And tongues and mouths opening and confessing Jesus. Yes, Jesus is Lord. I believe. I believe Jesus. I believe Jesus is Lord and I receive Jesus. Can you hear it multiplying? Can you hear it echoing throughout all the four corners of the world? We see it and we hear it. We get a spiritual picture. We see it with the eyes of faith all over the world. People surrendering surrendering to Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Father. Oh, we thank you, Father. All hands lifted to you, glorifying and magnifying you. Oh, what a sweet, sweet picture. And what a sweet, sweet sound. Hallelujah. One voice. Hallelujah. In sweet surrender. Glory to God. (laughs) Woo, glory to God. What a picture. What a picture, my goodness, my goodness, hallelujah, glory to God, glory to God. Let the Holy Spirit show you that. Let the Holy Spirit just enlighten you and show you that picture of just simultaneously knees dropping, (laughs) bodies just dropping and knees hitting the floor and them declaring Jesus is Lord, hallelujah, happening right now, all over this planet, all over this planet, all over this planet. Hallelujah. People surrendering to the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank you. See your friends and your family members doing that. See them, see them doing that, just dropping to their knees and declaring that Jesus is Lord, surrendering their lives to Jesus for now and forevermore. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I love when we pray in line with the word of God and led by the Holy Spirit, he will show us things. People who pray get previews. He will show us things. I shared a number of weeks ago, a few weeks ago on Wednesday, maybe it was last week, I don't even know, time's going away, about how years ago I prayed, we prayed, and at the end of my prayer, I saw a ship, a boat going from place to place in different islands, remote islands. And it was like little lights on the ship. They were small at first. And you saw little lights, one or two in the villages and the remote villages they were going to. But then as they left, the lights in that island got bigger and the people were so excited as they were leaving and some of the people from that village got on the ship and so the light increased in the ship and they went from place to place picking up more light and leaving more light in the places. And I was like, oh, this is some, this, we were wondering, I'm like, oh, is this the ship coming to get us to go to heaven? I mean, we were, we were trying to, you know, interpret and all that, but no, years later, this is this year. Now that was maybe nine years ago. This year I was sitting, this summer, I was sitting in a room listening to an individual who graduated from Rhema talk about the ship 
uh, the uttermost ship that goes to the South Pacific remote areas. She purchased it. And now they go to all the remote areas in the South Pacific and they are preaching the gospel and they are uh, setting up Bible schools and, and schools and different things for people who have never heard the gospel. We prayed for that ship to come into existence. And so what we pray for we never know sometimes, but I thank God for sure. I sat in that room just in awe. And of course I got to get behind that and support that because that is uh, something that God showed us years ago. And I never thought that that's what it was. Amen. So God will give you previews. So we saw many, I saw many men and I mean like big men. Every time I see this picture, big men who you think, ah, oh, they're tough. They are so tough on the, I think it's a picture of that, of the person that you have been witnessing to the toughest individual. You think their heart is so hard. You see them just sobbing and bowing and declaring loudly, Jesus is Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's no one that's too far for the love of God to reach. Amen. Hallelujah. So be encouraged. Your prayers are making an impact in the spirit. Amen. Our prayers are making an impact and every single person we prayed for is coming to the Lord. You just have to believe it. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you for praying with me today. 